Welcome to the Skin Club Podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Rachel, a licensed esthetician and certified laser technician. And I'm Alita, a licensed esthetician and integrative health practitioner. Welcome Welcome to to the the club. club. Hello, guys. Welcome back to the Skin Club Podcast. We are joined today with some amazing women. They are the professional podcast um, and we will have you guys introduce yourselves individually where you're from all the all the good details um but yeah Rach and I are here <laughs> doing the podcast with them so okay let's have you guys introduce yourself let's start with you Cecia and then you can each go in order okay. does that sound okay <laughs> yeah that sounds good okay so my name is Cecia I am an acne specialist slash have my own little studio out here not far from Alita and Rachel and Gilbert. Um, My studio is called CC Skin and yeah, that's it. Hi, I'm Allie. I um, live in San Diego, California, and I own North County Skin Solutions in Encinitas. I'm also an acne expert and that's pretty much it. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I am. Hi guys, I'm Kara. I live in East Tennessee and I own an acne clinic called We Love Acne. Um, I'm also an acne expert with Face Reality and yeah, I'm excited to be here. Kara was also the acne expert of the year, if you guys do not know. We have a famous woman in the house. A celebrity. It's royalty. (laughs) I love that. So today's episode is going to be all about acne. These girls are the best of the best acne specialists acne expert specialists in the industry. So we have tons of questions that you guys asked um, for them to answer. But as always, we're going to start with our weekly favorites and our weekly updates. So, um, Rach, do you want to start? <laughs> My phone's like typing everything that I'm saying. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, okay, yes, I will start. So because I'm literally a child, my weekly favorite is an adult coloring book. And love. I love it so much. Like, I love to read before bed, but sometimes I don't feel like reading. And so I'll literally sit in my bed with a bunch of markers in my coloring book and I love it. It's great. So that is one of them. And also (laughs) my other one is a daily crossword app. And I am loving it. What is it called? It's, let me see one sec. I downloaded it literally yesterday. It's like the New York. It's this one, daily crossword. Oh. (laughs) Are you thinking of Wordle? That's the one. Yeah, the New York Times one. Mm -hmm. So I just love activities like that love have a theme okay let's go this way in a circle okay my favorite for this week is the vizia (laughs) that i just did at alita's new space here and i just want to say that wait what did it say i was I'm 39, but it said I was 30. Like 32? Yeah. 32. No, not 20. No, you were 32, yeah. I think. Was I was 32. Yeah. yeah, I was 32. Oh. So um, wear your sunscreen mm. and use your retinol. Um, <laughs> and then my other favorite is the, wait, which, what is this? The poppy. Drinks. Yeah, Alita has these delicious poppies at Flourish, and I usually don't like poppies, but the grape is, grape. is it's my pretty jam. Good. It tastes like a real grape soda. It tastes like a Fanta. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Like, delicious. she's grapey. Love it. <laughs> so, I, my weekly favorite is also Vizia, which I said first, and then Ceci said she was going to take it. It was me first. So, <laughs> uh, but it was for sure the Vizia. I was the only one out of the three of us that my age was older my skin age was older than my actual age by a year um but I also grew up like literally on the beach San Diego for the first 18 years of my life did not wear sunscreen because I was like I want to be tan but it was incredibly devastating to see that my skin age was 29 well next time you come back you're just gonna have to get it redone and I just started not just started using but like in the last six months like regularly retinol oh wow so I feel like things could look up yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Give it a year. Give it a year. Yeah, in a year, I'm coming back. Yeah. Maybe I could do some like intense, like peels, mm-hmm. a lot more microneedling, stuff like that. And then we'll see how it goes. I'll keep you guys updated. <laughs> okay, my weekly favorite is Swig. You guys. <laughs> You guys are probably like, what the heck? But in East Tennessee, we don't have Swig. And I'm a huge Diet Coke girly. And Cecilia was like, I've got to take you to Swig. And I got the Big Al. Amazing. Cranberry, Diet Coke, and lime. It was so good. 
And the pretzels. <gasps> it's like the pretzels. The pretzels. I was yes. going to ask if you haven't gotten soft? the pretzels. You yes. Have to. Yeah. Soft They're pretzels so with yeah. cheddar cheese and like oh. strawberry cream cheese. Ask They're for so both. I haven't, I feel like I don't know if I like the strawberry cream cheese. Really? That doesn't Isn't sound it like the Philadelphia one? What's that? Isn't it like Philadelphia? Strawberry cream Oh, cheese. is it? I think that's what yeah, they're like. I think it really is, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. That's so yummy. So good. Okay. My weekly favorite is the Vizia, of course, <laughs> as well. Um, You're allowed to. It's yours. <laughs> we took it from you. Well, we just got it in literally like two days ago, and it has just been so fun to like see clients come in and then automatically like get so excited about like their treatment plans and like the regimens that they're doing because they know essentially like what they're trying to correct like they can see it not only topically but internally as well so that's just been really fun I feel like it's really elevated just what we're doing and I'm excited yeah so yeah we all want one now yeah literally I'm like gonna go buy one I should I should have them like give me like a referral I was gonna say do you get like a referral code I should I'm like uh sponsor me yeah Yeah. might as well yeah I just sold like three (laughs) yeah (laughs) okay weekly updates are next Okay, updates. I organized my entire closet and I got Good rid of, you. I'm not kidding, like probably seven bags of clothes, like oh, trash gosh. bags full. Wow. And it feels so good. So if you haven't, here's your sign to do that because I feel like I just have so much more space because I live in a tight quarter mm-hmm. right now and it just makes such a big difference. So that is one update. And I'm also still training for the half marathon. It's in three weeks. And then did I talk about Stella's DNA test on here? You, I think you did. Did I? Yeah. I tested my doggy because she's a rescue doggy (laughs) and I found out she's half pit bull, half lab. Oh, that's the best combo. So It really is. Yes. So (laughs) it was so cute. They had like a whole, like, it was like a gender reveal. Oh my gosh. I'm obsessed with that. It was a big deal. Yeah. I love yeah. that. The That's whole so family fun. was there. Yeah. There was a cake <laughs> involved. Yeah, no, my dog is my baby. It's like same. So Absolutely same. The, the father is, what's that one talk oh, show? Like, Mari? Mari? Oh, Mari? Yeah. yeah. Is that what that is? Mari yeah. Show? You are not you the are father. Not father. You are a pit bull. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, okay, what's your guys' weekly updates? Oh my gosh, we didn't think about these. Um, my weekly update is. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I feel like I've been thinking of nothing other than these girls coming. I was going to say, it's not your two friends coming to yeah, your... Yeah, like that's, <laughs> that's it. So Kara and Allie came out to Scottsdale to... Well, I don't live in Scottsdale. I live in Gilbert, but Scottsdale is like the pool. Like, hey, come see me. We have all these great resorts. Yeah. It's yes. fine. So that's kind of been my update. Just like getting ready for them to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I don't know. I feel like that's it. Is this your guys' first time? In Arizona? No. No. Okay. Yeah. But I've actually never been to Scottsdale. Scottsdale? Yeah. Why did oh. I just get confused? Um, so, yeah. Kara was the one that, she was, like, going to come out here with her mom or something. Yeah. And then she was like, we should all meet up. And then that didn't even happen. But she was like, we should still meet up. So here we are. Amazing. Yeah. Love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Do I have a weekly update? I saw a bobcat in my front yard, which was really exciting. <laughs> I really want to like domesticate every animal. And so I just feel like it was like begging to be let into my house. I but I know it didn't. It was like, yeah. I want to eat your dog and it was your cat. so and you. cute. <laughs> I know, I know. But I feel like Frank could like, you know, teach him like, hey, we're like pals. Oh, Frank is my wiener dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I need to see. Mm-hmm. I will show you. He is the most show delicious. Him, show him your wiener. <laughs> show me your wiener. <laughs> the wiener jokes that are made constantly. Like it's on, it's stupid, but it's so fun. Like that is hilarious. I love it. My friend gave me like, you know, those like privacy door knob yes. things. It says, um, please knock. I'm playing with my wiener. <laughs> and oh then we have a front gosh. doormat that says, sorry if you trip over my wiener. Like it's just, it's oh, never ending, hilarious. but it's great. No, it's great. I have humor of a 12 year old boy. Yeah. So I think that's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I made a joke one time cause he comes to work with me every day. And if you're a client, you can just pick him up and put him in your lap and he'll just like lay oh, on you for the gosh. facial. And so I've made multiple jokes like on Instagram. It's the only place <laughs> you can get a facial with a wiener in your lap. <laughs> <laughs> It's a dog. And it's he's a, a long hair wiener too. So like, <laughs> it's a really hairy and wiener. Hairy wiener. <laughs> I love that. That's so dog. funny. Yeah, he's Talk a dog. dog. Frank, very short legs, long bod. Oh, and honestly, a, he's a sexy dog. That is the perfect body type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. He is the best though. But yeah, so I saw Bobcat. 
So, and I also saw Raccoon. I'm really hoping that he wants to also be domesticated Stop by me. Oh. No. <laughs> no, I think that one's fine. But it does every day take something out of my trash can. It's kind of cute. It's like fun. Like, like I always just find trash everywhere. Today? Like, I like him. That's so, so yeah. cute. So it's my update. Okay, I don't know if this is like a week. I mean, I guess it is an update. A more like a weather update. I oh, came yeah. from Tennessee, and it, we don't really get winter weather. And we have been in this huge snowstorm. My flight was delayed getting here. We had 10 oh inches gosh. of snow. The whole city, really the whole state is shut down. Yeah. So we've been closed for work. Wow. Yeah. So I'm so happy to be here in this yeah. weather. Wow. Yeah. And it's still shut down. Yeah. It's oh. like wild. You're like, see ya. Maybe yeah. not come back. I, I know. Maybe I won't come back. <laughs> you come back here. with me. <laughs> Seriously. So. Come back with me and the raccoons and the bobcat. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Jeez. Um, okay, my weekly update is I went to the zoo twice this week. Um, I went on Monday and I went again this morning with my girls. And, you know, you got to make use of the season pass while you can before it gets too hot in about a month. Yeah. So I'm just going... A month, really? Maybe two months. But no, it's going to wow. be like... Yeah. Like today I was wearing a tank top. Yeah. And it's January. Yeah. So January, right? Yeah. yeah. It's still January. Yeah. No, yeah. I asked my mom that this morning. I saw milk in the fridge. I was like, this is expired. She's like... No, it's not. I thought it was February. Yeah. Um, another update, I did my first Reiki session this week. No way. Have you guys done Reiki before? How's that? It was I very did, but interesting. not from a legitimate source. It was like, it was like weird. It was very interesting. I got, um, <laughs> one of my friends got me like a gift card for Christmas. And so I went in, like used it and essentially they're just like, wafting your body like moving energy around and you know I'm like up for any manner of healing like yeah heal me please I I've got energy to spare (laughs) I can generate more please take some but it was it was really interesting and it was I think like the most insightful part of it was that afterwards when she almost like translated the energy that she felt throughout my body and how accurate it was to like what my life is currently presenting and so, no, it was very interesting. I really thoroughly enjoyed it. So. And you didn't, like, tell her anything beforehand? No. Oh. No. That's so interesting. I know. So, very interesting. If anyone's interested in doing Reiki, give it a go. Yeah. And it was, like, a nice little sound bath. It was yeah. nice. Wow. Whatever that movement was. <laughs> but, anyways, yeah, that's it. Okay, we're going to dive into the questions we asked, and then we also had the professionals ask as well. So we have a lot of acne questions. I feel like acne is... Tricky. It's tricky, yeah. So we have the best of the best here to answer some of your questions. So let me pull them up. There's a lot. Yeah. Do you okay. want to start? Yes. Where are you starting at? Um, oh. Just the first one. Um, okay so um okay this says i could use a whole episode on body acne no one ever talks about it so maybe each of you give us your top tip Mm -hmm. for body acne we'll try to simplify these i think the first thing i check for when they come with body acne is using an acne safe detergent i think that's important um you know, going over their shower routine with them, showing them how to check their laundry detergent. Um, A lot of conditioners, hair conditioners are pore clogging. So checking those in the Acne Safe app. (laughs) Okay, so that's what you use is the Acne Safe app. That's like what you typically tell your clients to go to. What is that? It's in the app called Acne Safe? Yeah. Have you used it? You guys... Oh my god! Yeah, so the Acne Safe app is—you can download it from the App Store, and it—I mean, you can basically just Google the product, copy and paste the ingredient deck into the app, and it will tell you if there's any pore cloggers. Oh my goodness! Yeah. What so, list is it off of? It's more—it's like a little more in depth than the Face Reality one. Okay, it has extras in there for sure, but it's pretty accurate. I usually double check like off of a couple lists. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Cause I go off of the list that I know of. I've never heard of this app. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> no, I had no idea. But, but yeah, that's super important. Flag, like words. <clears throat> okay. So, right. With like four cloggers, it really needs to be the complete mm-hmm. thing. So like mm-hmm. if it's half of the word that's in there, but then it's not catching the full, like it doesn't okay. necessarily mm. mean it's like a pore clogger, for instance. Yeah, it's not foolproof, but I don't think it's realistic for a lot of clients right. to take their like handwritten or their paper to like right. the store and yeah, yeah. no, search, totally, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay, okay. So then do you have like specific detergents you'll recommend for your clients? Yeah. So I actually just made a post about this oh, yesterday. Um, you guys can follow me on Instagram at North County Skin. <laughs> but yeah, so um, we posted a few. So Molly Suds, Dirty Labs, Branch Basics, Blue Land, and then I think Truly Free. So a lot of those two were looking at pore cloggers, but also a lot of times with like the healthier detergents, Myers, Method, anything like Ecos, those have soy and coconut oil. So people will be like, I'm using a super healthy, free and clear one that doesn't necessarily translate to acne safe. So that's where you really want to make sure like it's essentially just the basic ingredients that you need for detergent. Um, But detergent is super important. Piggybacking off of that though, I would say like the shower water mm-hmm. um, fluoride can actually cause a lot of back acne um, and fluoride like in toothpaste too can cause a lot of body acne. So yeah, definitely like pore cloggers, but also just thinking about like the basics of like, where is your water coming from? I always like to ask like, what kind of water are they drinking? Are we just drinking tap or, you know, bottled whatever. And then to shower stuff, um, do we have like a reverse osmosis in the house or you could use like the Jolie shower filter or something like that. But yeah, most people don't even think about that when it comes to body acne. Yeah. I think the only thing I would add to with body acne is, so I tend to treat like a lot of teens and I see it a lot from friction. So like backpacks mm-hmm. are really notorious for like all the weight, especially now kids wear like a lot of like weight on their back Mm -hmm. and you forget that that friction can also cause a little bit of acne. Like you don't think of that, but it does. There's sweat, right? And then pressure Mm -hmm. on the the pores. So that can be one of them too. But I also see a lot of um, body acne on people that consume a lot of whey or like protein drinks or shakes, things like that. And you'll see it a lot. Like that's why bodybuilders always have like the acne Mm -hmm. on the back. So I see that a lot. So I think limiting your consumption with that is really important. Yeah, a lot of times with women, like collarbone in between the boobs is from testosterone. And then men, it's typically like throughout the back is from testosterone. And that's where you have that excess way. Oh, very interesting. Okay, next question says, what is a series of pearls you've learned over the years with acne? Oh, Lordy. <laughs> um... <gasps> Question. I know. I'm like trying to think where to even start. First thing I think of is like it's multifaceted. It's never just usually one thing that's causing your acne. Um, you know, most of the time your pores are predisposed to it, but then your hormones and food and lifestyle, all that can affect your acne too. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's a really good point is that a lot of people think that like because you have acne, you're dirty or you don't take care of yourself or you know, all these things that are not true when, and you get into the pore cloggers and all this crazy stuff when really at the root of it, it is a hereditary predisposed condition of a pore, right? And of course there's like teenage acne, you need to wash your face, maybe stuff like that. But like, for the most part, it's nothing that you're doing. It is not your fault. There's no shame in it. Um, but it is incredibly unfortunate and it can be devastating for somebody but just to that like your worth is not in that and there's you know so much more to you than just your skin yeah I would probably say the other thing to for me that I've like learned is you know making sure people understand that just because we clear you doesn't mean you're never going to break out again yeah Right. Like kind of going back to what they're saying, like it is hormonal to a certain degree as your lifestyle changes and adjusts, you can break out again. It's very rare that someone gets clear and stays completely clear. You're, you know, you're still going to have a cycle where, you know, you're going to have a surge of hormones that's going to take place and you're probably going to get like your monthly pimple and that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think the goal is, you know, we clear acne, but really truly what we should be saying is we're helping you manage it. And once you know how to manage it, correctly then breakouts are far less than they you know used to be yeah Yeah. totally I literally remember when I was like 11 12 looking in the mirror being like I can't wait till I'm 20 and I'm an adult and I don't have acne anymore literally didn't get acne until I turned 20 I'm like cool and also an adult being 20 like I don't feel like an adult now (laughs) (laughs) seriously uh okay how do I get rid of acne without spending too much money on products 
face reality. <laughs> face reality is so affordable. I think it's very easy to use, especially if you're working with like a provider that knows how to use it and can coach you through doing it. But, you know, you could go to Sephora and truly spend so much money on products that are not going to work when face reality, you really maybe need four products, maybe five products. You're not going to spend more than I would say $200. They last you for a while and they absolutely work. Yeah. I think too, like the spending a lot of money, I feel like most people who have those, that, you know, idea of like, it's so expensive are people who have like tried a bunch of different things. And I think just partnering with somebody that knows acne, whether they're an acne export or, or acne export <laughs> expert, acne export. or just a licensed esthetician that understands acne, like you're so you're going to save so much money in the long run going to a professional that knows how to treat your skin than just walking into Sephora and spending money over and over and over again mm-hmm. on things that you're just guessing. So just stop guessing and go to somebody that you can trust. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And I think too using the Acne Safe app is like a free way to just make sure you're not using any pore cloggers, even if you're not using face reality or like a professional line, like just making sure daily things you're putting on your skin doesn't contain any pore cloggers. So that's like an easy free thing to do. Totally. Yeah. So good. And I do, I remember reading a fact recently, you guys probably saw it's what the average consumer has like $500 worth of product in their medicine cabinet that they don't use and that just goes to show your point that like it does help so much having someone to direct you Mm -hmm. and in the long run that does help so much more I actually have clients tell me that coming to me saves them money because they're no longer even doing you know professional treatments this professional skincare all of this stuff like they actually save money because they're not going to Sephora and buying $500 worth of skincare that they're not using totally you know yeah Okay. Next one says, I must, in all caps, know <laughs> what treatments you all get done. Oh. I don't really get that much done. I'll be honest. Like, I'm a lover of the acne peels. So mm-hmm. I am known to, like, wash my face really quick at the end of, like, my day and, like, throw on acne peel two, two layers and walk out the door and go home and go to bed with it on. And that's, like, the – and then I think I microneedle myself maybe, like, two times a year. I do one to two perfect dermas a year. Like I don't, I'll go a full year without getting a facial. Like I I just don't. It's, it truly is like home care for me. That's Mm -hmm. where I think a lot of estheticians, I feel like we don't really get very many treatments. We just are like super regimented with our home care. Yeah. Yeah. Home care wise, I do, you know, a range of home care, but I actually started doing this maybe like a year or two ago because another esthetician told me to do this. I try to once a month, it doesn't happen, but as often as I can, I go to other estheticians in my area and I just will pick a random person and I will not tell them that I'm an esthetician. And I feel like you get more honest, like evaluations from them because they're not treating you like an esthetician. They're treating you Mm -hmm. as a client. So I honestly will kind of play dumb. And sometimes I feel like insane. Like I'm like faking being somebody, but it's really interesting because I learned what I don't like, what I do like, what other people are doing, like different techniques and all that stuff. So I think that's really cool. But as far as treatments go, I try to micro channel myself maybe like six times a year. Um, I get the bio repeal. I do the face reality peel. Um, I did IPL one time. I absolutely hated it. It gave me melasma. And then I did microneedling with radio frequency, and I also hated that. It hurt so bad. Oh, my goodness. And I just didn't think it was worth it, and I got no results compared to with microchannel. Um, I feel like I get amazing results. I have gotten Botox a few times, but I don't do it that frequently. I think that's it. I think that's all the things oh, that wait, I do. I get Botox. Yeah, oh. I, get a, I get Botox. <laughs> Who do you and my see? lips are done. I are you getting see- your lips done? I get them done once a year. Oh, I, I get a half it. a syringe. They look good. I don't get a huge one. I just do a half a syringe. <laughs> I have like pretty good lips. I just, because I'm getting older, my lines are actually what bother me. So not the mm-hmm. fullness. I just like to plump them that way. I see Jade at um, Flawless Reflections in Eastmark. She's my girl. Oh, okay. She's fantastic. Yeah, I like her. She's Old awesome. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. I think clients 
all the time think we just like sit around because they're always like oh my gosh I wish I could do what you do and just like do treatments on myself all <laughs> yeah. the time and I'm like literally no you probably get more treatments than me yeah but when I do them it's usually the face reality acne peels or the pro cell micro channeling mm-hmm. um but usually I want to go home so <laughs> yeah seriously yeah. I'll like take a peel home but it's usually I mean not, yeah not as often as I'd like yeah totally same <laughs> Okay, um, whiteheads, why do we still get them even when we religiously follow the face reality regimen? Again, I think it's just that predisposition of the poor, right? Like, it just can happen where a blackhead becomes infected, and that's where you get that whitehead, that little bit of, like, pussy. Um, it just, you know, it's, again, it's not anything that anybody is doing wrong. Like, you can't control the bacteria that grows <laughs> on our face, you know? So there's really, it's nothing that anybody is doing wrong. It's just, and I feel like a lot of times when I get whiteheads, it's because I picked at something. Mm. So, like, literally this week I had a little tiny bump I picked at it and then it was a white head I was like if I just left it, it would have gone away but yeah. I infected it <laughs> I'm the problem Perfect. okay best advanced education to learn after SD school I feel like we're all gonna say well I guess it depends on what you want to like specialize in um or not specialize in but like find what excites you so like if you are you know, you want to do acne. I'm a big advocate of like the face reality training for sure. Um, but if you don't want to be like doing face reality, I think that like the Preston congestive acne course is really fantastic. Um, I think if you want to go into like, for me, actually my, like, while I love acne, um, taking the global skin, um, solutions training, which trained me on like, um, she calls it global skins, but it's actually, I mean, it's, it's for like, you know, darker Fitzpatrick's and understanding the nuances of like treating darker skin. Um, that for me has been like a game changer. Cause I feel like I did that course and I was like, crap, I didn't know anything. Like I really had been practicing for so long and like, didn't understand darker skin tones. And that was like a huge game changer for me was getting certified in that too. That's really cool. Yeah. Guys, we don't know anything. Yeah. yeah truly. No. Yeah. Like I can say that after being in this industry for like a hot minute, I did not know half of those things. I would love to do that. That's like, really cool. Is it this same creator of Fearless Beauties? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I have their book. Really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Really good. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely if you want to go the face reality, or if you want to go the acne route, I would say face reality. Um, They are very in-depth when it comes to acne, and I feel like they're trying more and more to be more in-depth. Like, they really want to continue further education and all of that. Um, I was telling Alita earlier, I am in school for IHP, Integrative Health Practitioner, which is what she is as well. And so I think if you want to go that more holistic route that's Mm -hmm. a really great option it's all online and it's self-paced which is good and bad because it's taking me way longer but it also is if you own a business I think self-based is kind of the way to go because it's so hard to do both of those things right um so yeah if you want to be able to do that because it's super cool for someone to be able to come in and they have acne and sometimes it's a guessing game of like what hormones are off, what minerals are you deficient in, all this stuff to be able to test and really be able to tell somebody, hey, your testosterone is really high, that's why you're breaking out, or you're deficient in magnesium, we need to take a magnesium supplement. If you want to go the more holistic route, I think that's a really, really great option, and it is very doable too. Mm -hmm. And it's not like a million dollars, like schooling is, so that's really cool. I also love podcasts like we're doing here. I think I've learned so much from different podcasters, different podcasts. Um, I think there's so much more education. Um, there's obviously a big gap from like school to like working hands on in the industry, but I think it's gotten so much better over the last three, five years. Um, but I love podcasts, like finding some good ones. I mean, talking about all kinds of treatments. I learned so much that way. Totally. Same. Me too. Yeah. Sometimes if I like have a question about something I'll literally like type that keyword into the podcast and there's always something that comes up that's a good idea it's so great yeah people have been telling me they've been doing that with TikTok I'm like please don't like that (laughs) that's fine for like recipes but like (laughs) do not type in like I'm scared yeah okay benzoyl peroxide tips and tricks for dry clients other than hydrobalance before (laughs) (laughs) I love that 
Um, so I feel like benzoyl peroxide is a drying product. Let's just put that out there. Like it is, it can mm-hmm. be really drying. And the reality is, is like, if you're doing face reality, that is part of the inflamed protocol is to use benzoyl peroxide. I think that something that I learned and Alita and I were kind of talking about this before is like hydrobalance can help. You can do the hydrobalance sandwich, which is like before and after you're active, but also really making sure that you're nourishing in everywhere else. So I think it was like Tess that said this a while ago. She's like, whatever you take from the skin, you have to be willing to give back to it. And so it really is that balance. So if you know you're going to be using BPO, you better be prepared to like nourish the crap out of the skin by way of moisture and hydration, right? So like hydrobalance as much as you can. I do it, have my clients do it twice a day. So they do it in the morning, they do it in the evening and they need like the most moisturizing moisturizer they can get. Um, usually that's cran peptide from face reality, but I really like comfort cream too from, I use that actually probably lately almost more than some of the face reality moisturizers. Cause I feel like it is that like post procedure type of moisturizer where it just really nourishes the skin so, um, you know, don't do an, an acidic type of cleanser. Keep with like your creamy or your, you know, your just more gentle cleansers. And then you can BPO and really clients do okay. You just have to be mindful of everything else in that regimen. Mm-hmm. For sure. I always say I don't like to work backwards. Like I'd rather take my time in the beginning. So a lot of, every time a client comes in, we won't start them on any active yet. I like, as Allie calls it, rehab their skin for two Mm -hmm. weeks. And so just have them on the nourishing product. So you just want to make sure their barriers really nice and healthy. That way you don't start them on active too soon. And then you dry the skin out, irritate it. So instead of working backwards, if that happens, just take it nice and slow in the beginning. I love that's that. Smart. Rehab your skin. Love I'm going to have to use yeah. that. That's great. <laughs> I know. I tell my clients, I'm like, we're in rehab, babe. Like, yeah. we got it. We're just hydrating. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's so great. funny. Okay. Any tips on extractions? Like, who's asked? I guess, yeah. <laughs> An esthetician. <laughs> An esthetician. Yeah. I was like, wait. <laughs> so, I would say extractions are very hard. Like, I know everyone does them and they're just like, you know, it's extractions. But the first like six months of being an esthetician, I don't know if it's like this in schools everywhere, but we were not allowed to do extraction in school. Oh, wow. So we were never taught them. It was literally like avoid at all costs. I think you were allowed to like maybe do like nose blackheads. So then when I started working at an acne clinic straight out of school, I had no idea what was going on and my clients were getting worse because I was not doing extractions properly. I think a huge part of it is also knowing what not to extract because clients come in and they're like, oh my God, you have to get this huge cyst on my face. And I'm like, heck no, dude. Like that's just going to make it a thousand times worse. I'm going to scar you like you just blanch those. We just like exactly. grab a little extra peel and blanch them and call it a day. I always tell people I'm going to nuke it. Like, I'm just like, <laughs> I'm like, we're just going to nuke that with a peel. That's like, hilarious. don't even worry about it. But yeah, so knowing what you cannot extract, I think is really important. And if it is a question mark in your head, I would say avoid and just use the peel. And then the ones that you do extract, making sure you get it all out. Yeah. So if I could describe it in words, I would say it's a scooping method. Um, a lot of times you think pinching, but you actually want to scoop. So I like to use one hand to stabilize and the other go in the direction of the pore. So you can see which way that it's facing and then you're guiding it out and scooping under so that you're not scarring. And again, if it is a question mark, just avoid and don't let clients tell you yeah. mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. you should extract. Like, cause I've done that before too. And I've done, they've been like, I have a scab. I'm like, you told me to do this, but yeah. you can't say that because you're the professional. So extractions are super tough. And really the only thing that makes you better is practice. Do you guys have the Preston extractor tool? I do not, but she says it does. Yeah. So I have the Preston and I use it. I'm actually big on like manual extractions. Same. I really like like the Q-tip method. Mm-hmm. Um, I was using the Preston a lot early on. And I still use it and I don't think it's a bad tool, but I think that you can rely on it too much. And like after taking that course on like darker skin tones, I really don't use tools on anybody that's darker because you don't realize how easily they're going to hyperpigment. So Mm -hmm. um, even that bit of pressure, it doesn't look the same. You're not going to see red necessarily. So you don't know how much pressure you're putting. So I do like Preston, but I tend to do Q-tips or like, you know, wrapped fingers, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's just better. And, you know, to Allie's point too, you really want to make sure you get out the full impaction. Mm -hmm. So like, that's really important. You, 
you want to make sure that you're seeing, I know this is going to get like kind of graphic, but like the seed, right? Yeah. Everybody knows the mm-hmm. seed. So even if it's like a juicy one, mm-hmm. there's always going to be like that little bit of a seed in there. And that is where, and I think this is where I learned from Douglas is he's like, that's where the, if you don't remove that bacteria, that plug, you're just giving bacteria a chance to re mm-hmm. recycle itself and start mm-hmm. over again. You're just, the, the cycle is going to start all over again. So making sure that you're fully extracting what's there um, is really important, but I would say just practice. And if you don't know, like, you know, Douglas has a class on extractions, but he'll find someone local to take, you know, I think here in Arizona, we have, um, integrative aesthetics from Millicent. She has an extraction class. Like there's people out there. So just get comfortable. Cause if you want to mm-hmm. treat problem skin, that's going to be a large part of your job. Totally. I think base reality has a extraction in person course. Don't they? I'm pretty sure it's like treatment and extraction. I don't like I don't their know. tool. So I don't know. I, I never took like it. Them. I don't like it. Can I mean, you guys weird. lance it in Arizona? Yeah. Yes. Okay. We have no lance. No lance. <laughs> nope. nope. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Next question says, "Everything non-inflamed related, please." So oh. each person give a tip for non-inflamed. We actually have a whole, not a whole podcast, but our first podcast, which was the acne basics, we go over what um, you should do for inflamed, non-inflamed, all of that. So if anyone does have further questions, you can look into that. Non-inflamed non-inflamed is just so stubborn and it is not fun I think we were talking to like when I see someone come in with inflamed I'm like yes like my job is going to be easy they're going to be in love with me because I'm going to cure their acne Mm -hmm. it's gonna be the best thing ever I shouldn't say cure (laughs) manage (laughs) but um yeah non-inflamed is really tough I would say glycolic is going to be a good friend of yours obviously make sure the barrier is strong enough to be able to handle that again if we need to do some rehab we can do that non-inflamed again like you want to throw these really heavy things at it but typically they're more sensitive and their barrier is more stripped so that's sometimes where rehab does come into play but yeah I would say a glycolic and a scrub like a manual scrub if they can handle it just to be able to strip away that like extra keratin and everything and then have the glycolic be able to go in deeper and work and do its thing and then again too with a moisturizer that will support that type of exfoliation that would be what I would say. That's kind of how I attack yeah. it too. Slay. I would say be not like no products related, but just like being really patient mm-hmm. as, and really as the acting expert or the service provider, just setting expectations with your client, letting them know that inflamed or not inflamed acne can take upwards of six months to clear. It's mm-hmm. not going to yeah. be fast. So really setting and managing expectations with them. Um, yeah. So I think that's important. I also do like with non-inflamed acne, something that's not necessarily an active, um, but oxygen, like the oxygen wash from Skin Better, or I sell something called AO2 Clear, which is just like oxygenized water that's kind of like a toner that you let dry on your face, but to allow those little oxygen bubbles to go in and break up that bacteria that's not a benzoyl peroxide that would be too drying, I think really helps, especially for that like non-inflamed forehead stuff. I really like that. Okay. Amazing. I've never heard of that product. Oh, really? I want to try that out. I'll send it to you. Yes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next question. How to know where your acne is coming from? Oh. Oh, (laughs) I mean, it depends. Like you could go and look at like the, you know, Chinese face mapping if you want to go that route, which to some degree is, is, yeah, like it's helpful, but it's not really like I wouldn't rely on that as like your only you know, avenue, I would say worry less about where it's coming from and take a whole body approach. Mm -hmm. You're really, it's, you can get really hung up on this, like trying to find the root cause. And I think that that can be helpful to a certain degree, but also like, there's probably a few things off. It's never Mm -hmm. just one thing. So like someone could be like, Oh, it's because I drink coffee so much. And I'm like, it could be, but it could also be like the coffee and maybe other things that you're not paying attention to. So like, do with it what you know and what you can, which is like, what type of acne is it? Treat it accordingly. And then if you really are curious and you really want to get to the nitty gritty of it, then get your blood work done or get a hair scan done, like whatever that looks like for you. But I would say more, a lot of people get really hung up on that, mm-hmm. that they don't even know where to start. And that can feel overwhelming. And I would say the easiest place to start is to like find an acne expert, find somebody that knows acne, have them help guide you versus like trying to like Google your heart out on, you know, trying to figure out where it's coming from in that way. Cause that's just almost like a dead end to try to do that. Yeah. You said it all. Yeah. 
Okay, next question says, okay, wait. Well, this one is about face mapping. So oh, <laughs> um, thoughts on face mapping for acne. I feel like they all say different things, but I don't know. I don't, I don't really go off of it, to be honest. I don't, I don't know. What do you girls think? Because I feel like it's there, and I think to a certain degree it can be somewhat, but I do think more often than not it has more to do with, like, detoxification, sluggish mm-hmm. liver. Like, mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day it has more to do with that than, like, being really specifically, like, oh, it's in the forehead, so it's, you know, your digestion. Like, probably, but, like, your digestion is also linked to like a lot of other things, yeah. right? And our skin is a detox organ. And so like, if your liver is detoxing, then your skin's probably trying to detox too. Like, I don't know. There's just yeah. a lot of, there's a lot to it. So I don't, I don't put a lot of my eggs in that basket, I guess. I think people want like an easy answer yeah. sometimes. And that is like an easier answer. Like you said, like forehead liver or things like that. But I think working with an acne expert who can take like more of a whole body inside out approach would be a better option. Yeah. Okay, salicylic acid versus benzoyl peroxide. I feel like it's not talked about enough. Versus. Mm-hmm. Like it's not a versus, it's yeah. just different. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're totally different things. So, I mean, and also I think it depends too. You have salicylic could be in a cleanser. It could be in a toner. It could be, you know, in a serum form. Benzoyl peroxide can also be in a cleanser or it could be in a... Um, like a spot treatment topical form. So yeah, I would say that they're like, you just typically use them for different things. They do completely different things. Benzoyl peroxide is, it creates a little oxygen bubble in the pore. And so it kills bacteria that way. Again, can kind of be more drying. Salicylic is a little bit more gentle. It's a bigger molecule. So it's better for like blackheads than I would say benzoyl peroxide is. Salicylic is more for like, oily skin congestion but also like sensitive skin whereas benzoyl peroxide I would say is definitely not for sensitive skin so yeah they're just completely different things and I I would say they play well together you just have to know how to use them properly I love that so would you guys say like what percentage of your guys's clientele do you think is an acne prone client or an acne client I think for our demographic like I would confidently say like 90% because of like our marketing and like Kara's business is called we love acne like (laughs) you know it's truly like so I I would say almost all of them are to some degree I do have my I would say my clients that are not acne prone is like my acne prone clients parents (laughs) like they're now coming to me or siblings friends stuff like that but it's a heavy heavy percentage it's really all we do same yeah. I'm right about that 90% probably. Okay. Yeah. That's amazing. And then my last question that I have for you guys is what are like your top three products that you're just, like, you cannot live without? Ooh. Um, mine's probably Mandelic, just the basic face reality girly answer. So Mandelic and then, um, a kind of a surprising one. So I don't talk about it often, but I also use Noon in my treatment room. And for people who are really sensitive to BPO, I like something called the Acno Solution, which has um, kind of a BPO alternative. So if somebody is really sensitive to BPO truly or like has an allergy, I like that product. It's really nice. It has um, like niacinamide in it. It's got some really nice extracts that are calming. Um, and then it also has like a pseudo BPO ingredient that's nice. And then um, on top of that, probably another noon product, the Tranex AZ. It's like a heavy hitter for, um, pigment. I love that. So probably those three. That's amazing. I think I would also probably say Mandelic. It's just so versatile. Mandelic serum that is from Face Reality. Um, it's so versatile. There's so many different percentages of it too. There's so many different ways that you can do it. And it's especially really nice. Like if you are a new SD and you don't know how to treat acne, you really can kind of throw that product at anything and it will kind of treat it. Whether it's inflamed, non-inflamed fungal, it kind of tackles them all. I would say my other one would be a hypochlorous acid spray. I'm obsessed. We use the active repair spray. And for those of you that do not know, your body naturally creates hypochlorous acid through your white blood cells. And it's our first defense against bacteria. So it's cool topically because it only kills bad bacteria. It does not also kill good bacteria. So it's good for your microbiome. It was originally 
invented and bottled for cradle cap. So it can be used for like fungal, eczema, rosacea, acne. I have my clients, I tell them like put it in your gym bag. You can spritz it on top of makeup. It's just so versatile. I absolutely love it. My other one would for sure be the Skin Better Alpharet. I could talk about Alpharet all day. I just think that it is so revolutionary, like the way that they formulated it. It is just so cool the results that they're getting from using retinoic acid that has never been seen before with sensitive clients, eczema clients, psoriasis clients. It's really, really cool. So if you are not, if you're over a specific age and you're not using an Alpharet, I would absolutely recommend using Alpharet. So for me, no surprise, Mandelic again. <laughs> it's so good. We call it liquid gold for a reason. Um, like Ali said, it's just so versatile. And then as an acne expert, you can, if you're unsure what to treat the client with, usually you can't go wrong with Mandelic. Um, but it's anti-inflammatory. Um, so brightening. I just love it so much. Um, also, I have a hypochlorous acid spray by Element is the brand. They're based out of Canada. I think everyone should be using a hypochlorous acid. Um, I spray it on my cat. I use it yeah. on my ear. <laughs> I've used it on Frank. Yeah. <laughs> um, I use it on my ear piercings, but it's good for acne because it's anti-inflammatory, antifungal. Um, so good. Like if you can't cleanse immediately after the gym, like Ali said. So I love that. And then also, I love Ultra Gentle Cleanser mm-hmm. by Face Reality. I always say it treats and cleanses, so it's different than like a Cetaphil or a CeraVe because it has anti-inflammatory properties, uh, antioxidants, so it treats and cleanses at the same time. Amazing. Love. I'm learning so many different <laughs> products. Like, this is Seriously. so amazing. I'm going to go home and... My husband's going to be like, why are you buying so much skincare? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. um, Okay. We just have a few more questions. The next one says, what is the best home product to get rid of scarring? Home product. I think it depends on the type of scarring. So whether it is pigment or like hyperpigmentation, post-inflammatory arrhythmia, anything like that, or textured scarring, like the pitted box scarring. For pitted scarring, I would probably say a retinol, like a retinoic acid, something that's gonna speed up your cell turnover rate and help you kind of fill in that collagen. And then for um, pigmented scars, I personally would say a pigment inhibitor, so something that's gonna be a tyrosinase inhibitor. Um, That is something that is going to stop your melanocytes. Your melanocytes are essentially what produces pigment, right? So I use the Skin Better Even Tone. I absolutely love that. It's hydroquinone free, but it beat out hydroquinone in clinical studies. So it's pregnancy safe. It is awesome. I have so many clients that are on it because it inhibits reds, browns, and yellows in the skin. So it's really, it has such a wide range of um, pigment inhibitors. And I absolutely love that. Same. <laughs> I'm like retinol. I don't use even tone, but yeah, mm-hmm. I think when scarring, I just immediately think of like boxcar, you know, ice pick. So getting yourself on a good vitamin A of some sort. Well, you have a different pigment inhibitor. I have the Tranex Susie. Yeah. Yeah. But I already talked about her. Oh, did you? Well, that was my last one. That was my favorite. That's a pigment. <laughs> oh. It's a pigment. Yeah. It's a tyrosinase inhibitor and it's got arbutin in it, tranexamic acid, two different forms of basileic. So it's like she doing lots. On the skin, yeah. That's amazing. It's so hitting. cool, yeah. yeah. I have nothing to add. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. Best thing for texture on and around the chin? I feel like that's a non-inflamed question, probably. Yeah, I know, I'm trying texture. to think. A texture, typically, too, I think of a scrub, like a very gentle yeah. scrub that you can use regularly. People are usually afraid to manually exfoliate acne, and really, it can be your best friend when done right. So something like the face reality antioxidant scrub or really just any other type of gentle scrub um, that I would say maybe like three times a week. Obviously, talk to your professional, but something that will just kind of help. Not St. Ives. Yeah, not St. Ives. <laughs> something that will just help get rid of, you know, those extra little bumpies. Amazing. <laughs> okay. What services are absolute no's if there's present active present active or inflamed acne hydrofacial for me like anything that's suction you don't really want to be doing that over inflamed acne um you really want to treat inflamed acne like sensitive skin i think it's really easy for us to want to be aggressive um and we do we do peels and things on it but when it comes to like uh suction you really don't want to be um messing with that obviously microneedling we don't want to microneedle over inflamed acne um, dermaplane and microdermabrasion. Yeah. 
again, anything that's like an advanced modality for the most part, you really want to stay away from while someone's yeah. inflamed. Anything that could like scrape the skin or spread bacteria. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, again, I'm always thinking like the client, like they're not in charge, you know, like yeah. you're in charge as a service provider. So if a client comes in and they have that active acne and they want, you know, X service, I always say, you're going to be mad at me if I, if I do this, cause you're not going to like how your skin looks or feels after. So don't ever let them like bully you into yeah. doing a service. Cause they you, will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I've heard horror stories. This is does have to do with acne, but I heard a laser horror story oh, that gosh. the client essentially was pressuring the laser tech to do something for her and she ended up burning her and uh, then she sued her yeah yeah it's crazy yeah wow. yeah people Protect are yourself. crazy yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay curious how you guys feel about the anti-tipping discourse on tiktok i actually have not seen what is this I that we don't tip i what? don't take tips mm-hmm. I th- yeah it depends i'm on not a tipping yeah i think it depends on your provider my thoughts on that are if you don't want to be a tipping service price yourself as though you are receiving tips and on top of that like well I don't know I just feel like I don't care about tipping like I'm fine with tipping but like I'm kind of an anti-tipper too honestly I kind of am I feel like if you're providing medical aesthetics I don't think you should be tipping yeah I, I don't like my injector accepts tips, but she doesn't like, it's not an option. You just, mm-hmm. she has her Zell if you would like to, but like, it doesn't come up as like a question when you check out. And I kind of like that approach a little bit better. Yeah. I still tip her cause I love her, but like, I don't, I don't think the tips are, I think it depends on what you're doing. If you're doing like relaxation facials, things like that, but like I'm extracting people's faces, you guys all day, like the type of aesthetics I'm practicing isn't a comfortable like it's, it's, I don't know. Like, I'm like, I don't, it's fine. You yeah. don't know, but, but your tips kind of included in your price anyway. Yeah. That's my. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think it totally depends on the service because even before I did this, you know, I worked in restaurants and I also worked in retail and I think it just depends on what the service is. We do accept tips, but like, I've always told people to like, if you cannot like afford to tip me, like do not feel bad. Like we work for tips because it's a service and we try really hard to make your service like as nice as possible, even though we are extracting and doing stuff that's not comfortable. Like I want to make, I want to walk the line between relaxing spa and clinical corrective. So I think it just totally depends person to person either, you know, make your pricing so that you don't accept tips or accept tips but I totally agree like when I walk into like a self-serve frozen yogurt place and they're asking for tips like dude what absolutely not you know but like at a rest and I also because I think I work for tips too like I base it off of the service like when Mm. I sit down at a restaurant like did I have good service are you is it 18% or is it 25% so I think it just depends but I understand the fatigue. Like I really do. And I think it's things it's like fatigue. it's things like self-serve mm-hmm. yogurt asking for tips that I'm like, yeah. I may I should tip myself. Like I'm <laughs> yeah, you know, that's crazy. Like I think you should pay me for me filling up my own cup. Yeah, actually this is free. I'm yeah. like <laughs> But yeah, I think it just depends. But I totally understand the fatigue because I feel it too. But you know, we work really hard to make sure that you do have like the best possible service and I you know, even though it is painful, also try to give you like a relaxing experience. So it just depends. Yeah. But I haven't seen that on TikTok, but that makes sense. Yeah. We accept tips. Um, I always say it's never expected, Mm -hmm. always appreciated, but we do, but I've thought about not doing it, but we'd have to include that in my service price. And I have two employees. So I think about for them too, how that would affect them. So yeah, that's what I told my employees. Like I would just have to make her hourly so much higher that I don't know if I could afford it. Yeah. So I don't know. And I mean, she gets paid. What well, I'm not saying like she would not survive without the tips. I'm just saying like her hourly goes up by so much with tips that I don't think I could be able to cover it. Yeah. Without mm-hmm. making the service price unachievably high. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just I th- how high overhead is in aesthetics. I think that like the whole thing with like people getting so frustrated is like you're you're asking for tips every like left and right for services that don't need them. Like, yeah, like serving yourself your own yogurt. But I think at least here too, like we do accept tips, but it's never expected as well. And yeah. So I, I think that it's, it's been overdone because I think it is, it is for the girlies in the service industry. If if we, if people are to get a tip, it should be the girlies in the service industry. 
But no, I agree. It, it should be way more optional than it is. Yeah. I yeah. Think. I think it's that. I think they need, I think it people, I, I feel like it's the approach. Like, I don't know. Like I've, it's everything. Like every time somebody turns around their little iPad yeah. and it's mm-hmm. like, wait, <laughs> I've been here for 30 seconds. You just took my order. You like, just took my job. order. Like even at Swig. Yeah. I was like, what happened? Oh, yeah. This is a drive through you guys. Like, yeah. and, and it's, it's, Oh, just, I don't tip on stuff like it's that. It's odd. And so I don't know, like have a little jar. You know yeah. what I mean? Yes. Like have a jar. Yeah. But let's like, go back to the jar, the voting <laughs> jar where you vote which team you're going to like yeah. is going to win the, the Super Starbucks. Bowl. Yeah. Yes. 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 Yeah. Okay. Love that. Okay. Keeping track. Oh, th- th- one second. <laughs> <laughs> They're combined. Okay. How to keep track of all of your clients. What systems do you use? How do you take notes and keeping up with just keeping track of virtual clients as well? Oh, that's like a really long question. I am old school. I do paper. Like I like to handwrite. I know all of your phases. <laughs> I like to handwrite stuff. I, it's just kind of the way that it goes. If I take a picture, I write on the date the picture was taken. I just have always done it that way. I don't know what it is. I thought about doing like the aesthetics book or whatever what thing, aesthetics record. aesthetics record. I've thought about doing that, um, but it's just what works for for us and I like it but the um virtual thing I actually kind of put it back on the client a little bit more Mm -hmm. so I you know we have the consultation and I'm handwriting down what they're saying and then I tell them hey in two weeks I want you to email me more pictures um so that they stay on top of it themselves because I can't manage that many things and that many people, you know, it's really hard. And I don't think people realize how many people are coming to us a day. Is this acne safe? Can I use this? Like, can I need, I need to reschedule my appointment, whatever it is. Um, so I put it back on them a little bit because that, I also feel like that makes them feel more responsibility and they're like going to be more dedicated to the clearing process. But yeah, I know if anyone has other recs, like let me know, but for now the handwriting's working. <laughs> I keep it in my app, like my booking app. that oh. just lets me like load pictures and notes, but then I'm the same way. I just have like, I have so many virtual clients, like, I don't know, like 50 or something more. Mm-hmm. Maybe I have no idea. I've lost count, but I'm like, you're in charge of checking in with me every two weeks. I'm not going to chase you. You yeah. either want it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Like, and I give them the expectation and they either message me or they don't. And they know I'm there every mm-hmm. two weeks. They get to check in and I'm there. If they want me to be there, mm-hmm. then I'm there. If not, then are you charging for that? I do texts. So they're, they're in charge of either texting me or emailing their follow-ups. And then I look at their pictures. They have like very standard questions that I ask them at each checkup. And, um, I have it in my notes app and I just copy and paste. As soon as I get their pictures, I respond to it. I look at what their notes are and then I look at their pictures and I'm like, okay, they're ready to move into like the next stage of the clearing process. And that's upping whatever or whatever it is for that week. And then, okay, here it is. Here's your new adjustment. See you another two weeks. Mm-hmm. Takes me 15 minutes. I don't wow. charge them for those. I charge them for their initial consult. And then that's yeah, it's yeah. like they get to check in every two weeks after 12 weeks. If they're still not clear, then we keep pushing out. But for the most part, people pretty much clear right between like the 12 and 16 week mark. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a good deal for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I use um, Vagaro as my booking site, but also you can make notes for each client's appointment. Um, we take photos at every appointment and you can upload it to that appointment. I would be so lost without it. Um, so that's what we use to keep track of everything. And that way, no matter which service provider they see, like we're up to date on everything. Um, as far as the virtual goes, we started virtual last year and it's kind of been like a nightmare. It's so hard to keep track of everything. And I don't know, it's just different when people don't come in. Like, I don't know, they don't get your vibe. They're not as like, I don't know, committed to just your brand. I don't know. It's harder. Yeah. It's different. But if my virtual clients are listening, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel that I, I hired someone to like take control over all of my virtuals. Cause I, I was getting lost. Like I was spending just as much time doing virtuals as I was in person and it burns you out yeah. having to work doing virtuals. It's, it's a lot. It's yeah. a lot of information for sure, but you guys are killing it. I'm proud of all of you guys. You guys proud are doing of you. Awesome. Uh, you guys are awesome. Well, this was so fun. Those are all of our questions that we had, but do you guys have anything else that you guys want to add? 
Shout out your Instagrams too. Yes. Oh, I already self promoted. Yeah. Do, do it again. <laughs> do, it, do it one more time for all the okay. fans. Okay. Um, I'm at CC Skin Studio. At North County Skin. And I am at We Love Acne. So cute. We love you guys. Yay, Thank you guys so much for coming on our podcast. We will have you guys on next time you guys are in town. Yeah. Or maybe we'll do a Zoom. Yeah. We you can guys do another Zoom. San Diego. California trip. Friday. We were invited. It's literally not the it far. It was, the flight was 45 minutes. It was so easy. We're down to fly. We've Let done leave. several trips this year. Oh we'll, gosh, we'll literally come down. I have a hookup in San Diego. We could stay at. This is perfect. We're doing it. Like a hotel? No. Oh. She owns a hotel in San Diego. That's oh. so why I was like, wait, <laughs> we're all coming. <laughs> yeah. um, well, you guys can stay. My grandma. Oh. Oh, where does she live? Oh, you don't have to say it on the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, this well, she doesn't live there full time, so it's fine. No, that's, yeah. No, we're super close to there. I also have guest room. We can all, oh. we can all party. Let's do it. Okay. So Kay. fun. We're doing it. Amazing. Well, we, see, we will see you guys next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Skin Club Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We would love to hear from you. Also, follow us on Instagram at the Skin Club Podcast. Feel free to message us for recommendations on future episodes and let us know what you would like to hear on the next podcast episode. Thanks for listening.